0: Okay, let's get into Parshas Masay, Tavshin Ayin Vav, Baruch Hashem, Achtus back in Klal Yisrael, we get back on track, all of Klal Yisrael, with the same Parsha at least Masay, Matos Masay, together in Chutzla, it's and and Eretz Yisrael, as we head into and continue in the three weeks between Shavasa and, and Tisha B'av. We start off with a question that is asked by all the Rishonim, uh, that we have dealt with in the past, and that is, why do we need all the Masaos? listed here in the beginning of Mase, All of the 40 plus Masaos are listed, even the name of the parsha, Elu Masai Bnei Yisrael. Rashi already asked the question, Lama Niktevu Hamasos Halalu? Why are all of these masos listed? Why do I have to know every single stop that Bnei Yisrael went through in the desert? We know the major ones, a few of them. We know uh, where Aaron died. We know where uh, other major events happened. But what do we need more than that? Rashi says, Lahodiyah chasadav shalmakom to teach us the chesed of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Sha'af al-pi shagazer alayhem, letaltala mulahaniyam even though there was a gzera of the miraglim, that we had to stay in the desert for 40 years, and we had to walk around, lo tomar, shahayu no'im u'metultalim, mimasa masala masa bohem shana, don't think they were traveling all 40 years, and every two weeks they had to move. It wasn't so bad. The Loisel Aminuha, they never had any rest. No, they were always traveling. Shahare Ein Kano Arbunstaim Masos. Look at the list. There's only 42. 42 Masos. Sameham Yudalech Kulamay Peshan Rechon Kodem Xeva. 14 of the stops or before the Gzairah. They were moving quickly because they had to get to Eret soon. So that takes us down to 28. So that's 14 down. And the O Totsimim Ches Masos continues Rashi. Take out another eight. <laughs> so they were fourteen in the first year, eight in the last year. Nimsa. So in all the thirty-eight middle years, there were twenty, twenty places where they stayed in thirty-eight years. That means they didn't move too often, and therefore knowing the Masos show the chesed of HaKadosh Baruch Hu that, uh, he has for us. he did not make us travel from place to place, uh, even though there was a gzerah. There's nechama even in the, even in the gzerah. The Rambana, as we know, quotes a different shot than Rashi. He quotes Rashi and he says, no, maybe it's to, uh, allude, and he talks about the Rambam Shita, to also, uh, allude to the here it is. This is not on your sheet, but this is just background as we discussed in past years. The Ramban quotes the Rambam in Moran Why, says the Rambam, we know that it was miraculous. Two million people in the middle of nowhere, not near any civilization. But, you know, thousands of years later, people might think, no, they went on the edges, they went past towns, they went where there was rivers. No. This is listing exactly where Klal Yisrael went so that nobody could falsify and nobody could think it was Teva. It was natural where Klal Yisrael had gone. And the Ramban also uh, discusses his own shot. But either way, that's some of the Rishonim. Let's read the words, though, this year of Rav and Azayim Latora. Why the need... For all the Masos. And he puts this into the historical context of Moshe Rabbeinu, as we know, is towards the end of his life. As we're going to start next week's Parsha in Parsha's Dvarim, that's his last monologue. That's the last message, the entire Sefer Dvarim, Moshe Rabbeinu says. That's his last pep talk before he passes on, the last couple of weeks of his life. The message is that he has to get to Kal Yisrael. So says, Rav Saratskin, Masse is connected to that. Masi is part of the last message that Moshe Rabbeinu is giving. And as we'll see, there are two points. Moshe Rabbeinu needs to tell Klai Yisrael two points. Number one is the obvious one, the content of the Torah and the mitzvot, that he reviews so much of in Arvos Moav, all of Sefer Dvarim, as is discussed by the Rishonim next week. What is the point of Sefer Dvarim? It's a review, what is added on, but there's another element to remember, Rav Sarotskin is saying, that Moshe Rabbeinu wants to leave them with not just the content of the Torah and the laws and the mitzvahs, but something else as well. Says Lazayim LaTorah, source number one, HaTorah, Torah Maasei B'nai Yisrael, HaTorah, HaRamach, Mitzvahs, Aseh, Losa, Aseh, The Torah, with its 248 essays, 365 Losa, asis, Eina Nikneis B'Shemiah Ba'alma, Va'afilu lo'yaal yideh Torah, it's not an easy task to be kona Torah, right? It's hard. The commitment. What is the Torah? The Torah is to Larasein, to muzzle our taivas, to channel, to direct our lives, right? What does it say? Naturally, we're wild. Naturally, we just go crazy. The Torah gives us rules. The Torah tells us what direction to go in. But naturally, it's hard. It's hard to separate from our drives. Think about this, says the Zion LaTorah. Let's say somebody nowadays becomes a Jew, a Jew, becomes a convert. Or, less extreme, somebody becomes a Baal tshuva. So they're already entering into a society, into a Kehillah that knows what they're doing, that could be their leaders, that could give them inspiration, that could tell them how great it is, that could tell them, it's, this is positive, you're doing great. But what happened in that first generation? What happens after Maimon Har Sinai? That first generation of the next couple of years, it was all them. They had one leader. They had one person who was, so to speak, in the know. Okay, Aaron too, and there's a Canaan, but really all of Klai Yisrael, Gershon is Garkon Shinoladami. We know all halachas of Geras are learned from Sinai. The Geram is Gai Shiny. Shehu Misarev, Bain Yisrael, Shomri Torah Mitzvos. A Ger throughout the generations is much easier. He becomes part of the uh, group of Shomri Torah Mitzvahs. He imitates. He imitates, even if, if uh, somebody doesn't know what they're doing. So they go to shul, and everybody's chuckling. So they start chuckling, and everybody they, they start copying. It's easy to copy. But I'm Israel. Who are they going to copy? They're they're all new. There are even some negative forces. They needed special guiding. To become misraged, to become accustomed. So how are they going to do it? You know how? Moshe Rabbeinu. He was the answer. He was the glue. He, he was the ultimate teacher. He taught everybody, every single Jew, learned from Moshe Rabbeinu. The af continues the azayim latara line 17. Who she Hakadosh Baruch Hu Gomel Tov Lashomrei Mitzvosav Umanish LaOveri Mitzvosav, and even though there's something called Schar VeOnesh Abolzerak BaOlam Agmuv Aschar Mitzvah B'Hayal Maleka, but we don't see that, so it's hard in this world to realize the concept of Schar Onesh. If we think about it, you know how many people go off and say. Don't Hu doesn't punish us or reward us immediately, right? It's in it's in, Labo, it's in the future. It's in Olam Haba. But that's so deep to our faith. That's such a tenet. It's one of the Yisodos Haemuna according to all the Rishonim. The Rambam has thirteen, but others, the Rabbi Yisseev Albo has less. But even the ones that have less have Scharva Onesh as one of the Yisodos Haemuna. Moshe Rabbeinu wants to leave Klal Yisrael not only with all the mitzvos, but also realize. That there's onus. That's what life's about. Life's about earning connection to Akadish Hu. Obviously, Shalot right? We shouldn't be a uh, that's and But that's part of it. We have to realize that scharva onus is something that awaits all of us after 120. So you know what HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you know what Moshe Rabbeinu does? He goes through every single Masa, every single place that they traveled. And as we know, most of them were in the first year. And the last year. But what happens throughout Safer midbar? And this is such a such a basic summarizing thought for the entire Safer by Midbar. Think what happens in Sefer by Midbar, top of the middle column. Hayesh Amr, Right what happened to Israel said Where's Hashem? Vayovah Malek. His Onanu. They complained. Barba Ish Hashem. Plague. Hisavu. They had a tieva. Kevra's a Miraglim Magefa. And. Angzeira. Nechlu Kahuna. Right. Korach. Srefa. Nivlu baretz. They argue with Moshe. Nechashem Asrafim. Balpor. Plague. The entire Sefer by Midbar is Harva Onesh. In those days, it came right away. In those days, you didn't have to wait. Klaisel didn't have to wait to see what their Onesh was going to be. They already were paying for it from the Meraglim. Moshe Rabbeinu reviews all of the history of the Midbar with them to ingrain in them and to instill in them, not just Torah, but Tzchar onesh. And this is something that you need to know because this is what life's about. Gam libam. Not just to scare them on the negative, but the schar. Samba Midbar know where you're going. Not only where you're coming from, like the Klayakar talks about on the Pasik. Motseam, Mas know where you're come from, but know where you're going to. And says, of Saratskin, that's the point of the Masos. To teach them Skarva Onesh. You might even say that Masay is a Hakdama to all of Sefer Dvarim. This message is, Moshe says, Onesh, and now I'll teach you all the rest of the Torah. Ela he reviews everything, as we know, the name of Dvarim, the official name of Dvarim in the Midrashim is Mishnah Torah. Okay, so that gets us started. Again, and there are answers many by the Rishonim, but this year we saw one through the eyes of Rav Sarutskin. So now let's move on and see something very special. Everything is special, but it's a very unique thought. Paraglamid Dalid, after all the Masos are listed, Pasik Yud Tes. After some of the borders are listed as well, the Shvatim are listed again. The Shvatim, that is seen, that are going to be nochel the land by Ravi Shishi. by Daber Hashem Ela Shmosan Hashem is Pasik Yizayin. Ela Shmosan Hashem Yinchalul Lachem Esaretz. These are the names of the people that are going to nochel, that are going to inherit the land on behalf of all Klal Yisrael. Elazar Akowein v'Yeshua Benun. Right, Aaron's not around anymore. He has two sons, Elazar and Isamar. So, Elazar and Yoshua. Each Nasi, one Nasi per Sheva will come. And these, of course, are different Nasiim than we had earlier. Who are the Nasiim? Yehuda, he's still around. Kalei ben Shimon, Shmuel ben Amihud, Binyamin Yamin Elider ben Kislon, Don, Buki ben Yogli, Yosef, go through all of them. Aserb Yaakov Kamenetsky, why this specific order of the Shvatim? Very unusual order. There are many different orders that you look at. You could ask this question, the Ramban already alludes to this question, every time the Shvatim are listed. So, by the Degalim, so you know, because you, they're, they're organized by Dagel, right, In uh, by Midbar. But in Shlach, when the, when the Psukim discuss in Shlach, you have to discuss why that order there. But here, by Nachlas Haaretz, what's the order? Yehuda, Shimon, and Binyamin. Right, Yehuda, Shimon, Binyamin, then done. Yosef, Ephraim, Zvulun, Yisachar, Asher, Naphtali. What what is, is there an order? Okay, you have to say, somebody has to be first. So you could also say, okay, there's no order that just listed. So you would have thought listing would be in, in the order of the Shvatim, the age, in the order of the size. What's the message here? Says Reb Yaakov, this is a perfect example of understanding the Torah using what we know from Navi. If we know Navi, then we'll understand Torah. Says Reb Yaakov, when he gave this shear, it says in the footnotes, in the Emesli Yaakov, that is a deeper message of this thought that he wanted to suggest. Haseder's source number two now. Haseder Shinimnu kan Rashi hasvatim. You the binyam and dam. No, i Ain't no move on. The lachorak far omrals. The ramban, the ramban in parsha already asks what is the order. Line eleven. Avolnire shahaseder kan nistar apiseder chalukas haaretz. Doesn't say it in the Torah, but read sefer Yehoshua. Sefer Yehoshua describes exactly what shevet, what Chelek, each shevet's going to get. In our parsha, we have the chalakim. One of the borders of Eretz Yisrael as a whole. But as we know, in for Yoshua, Yeshua spent seven years splitting up Eretz Yisrael. That took a long time. Seven years splitting it up. So if you know the Chalakim there, and you think about the map of Chaluk HaSa'aretz, says Rabbi Yaakov, then we'll understand the order of the Shvatim here. Here we go. Because here Moshe Rabbeinu is saying, who is going to inherit, let me explain, he first makes an important point, even though, we know ultimately, the Malchus of Yisrael, was not split, till the middle of Sefer Malachim Aleph, in the times of Rehavam, the son of Shlomo, Rehavam and Yeravam ben Nevat started the northern kingdom, Yisrael, and Rehavam kept Yehuda, even though that's where really the Malchus split. But even earlier, Yehuda kind of did his own thing, and we have Anshe Yehuda even in times of David We have Anshe Yehuda and Anshe Yisrael. After that, towards the end of Shmuel Bays, we have it. Shekin Yehud, and he says, "Achilok l'maisa ben Yehudel v'Yisrael lohaya ad tkuvas amalachim, aval matzina shekvar b'tchilas a yishev. Ha yu kvar Yisrael. Ha echad Yehuda, the echad b'shem Yisrael." And he quotes psukim from Sefer Shmuel Aleph and Sefer Shmuel and Sefer Shmuel Bays. haray line twenty seven. Shafilu b'shas Khama Ha yu Yehuda lachativa miuchedes. Afilu kolim shnechlu l'shem So there was splits. There was the Yehuda group. Even before the Malchus was split later on. Number one. Number two, line 37 now, Venere. The split and the hinting of the of the nachlos, of the southern kingdom and the northern kingdom, is hinted to in the Torah right here. We think it was something new. You read Sefer Yoshua. Wow, now we know the chalakim. No, let's look at. Harshes Maseh. Says Rabbi Yaakov. b'mapas Eretz Yisrael. Prusa. Think about a map. Think about a map of Eretz Yisrael. If you think about it how it would be uh, set out today. Because in the, in, the, in the medieval period north was not on top. East was on top. But most of us are familiar with north on top. So that's the way says Yaakov they were coming now. Coming from the south to the north. So that's why it makes sense to hold a map like that. Let's picture a map in our mind's eye. That's the way they were coming. South to north. So, if we're coming south to north, from the Midbar, Midbar Sinai to Eretz Israel. So our right side is east. Our left side is west. The Mediterranean Sea is on, on our left side. The right side is Eber It's But we're going up now. We're going up. Which spot are we going to hit First. If we go through the Nachlis of Eretz Yisrael, what are we going to hit first? That's exactly what it says in our parsha. Well, well, you're going to hit two on the bottom, coming from the south. The right one, the more east one is going to be Yehuda. Shimon And Shimon, which is really encapsulated within Yehuda, but the Shimon area is on the left side. And therefore, you have Yehuda on the right and Shimon on the left. And that's the first two you have listed right here because we're talking about the Nachla. How are you going to get there? Yes, ultimately, they're going to go around to the right and then make go across by Yericho, by the Yardin, but where they are heading, describing as the crow flies, so to speak, Yehuda and Shimon next to each other. Who's on top of them? Who's right on top of them? Who's on top of Yehuda? Binyamin. We know Binyamin and Yehuda went right through Yerushalayim, right? Right through the base Amigdash. The entire the Mizbeach was cut off on the southeast corner. Binyamin was on top of Yehuda. And who was left? Dun. Right? Beit Shemesh is right in by Dun, right? Shimshon and, and Eshtaol. So what is the order? What do we have? Looking back at our Psukim. Yehuda, Shimon, Binyamin, Done. That's the first four. You're coming south. You're going straight up. Says Yerb Yaakov, we're talking about Nachlas Aritz here. That's why it's in this order. You have the first four because those are the first four that you are hit. But that's one section. That's Yehuda's area. But now, says Yerb Yaakov, the Torah switches to the northern area. So now picture, picture yourself, says Reb Yaakov, coming from the north side of Eretz Yisrael, looking south, looking down, with your right side on the west, towards the Mediterranean Sea, the left side towards Surya Yardane top left, source number four. Now, Umeatan Avol Eretz Galil, Aval Meata Nifne Peneul Haaretz Bitzafon L'Darom. You're going from north to south. So, what's gonna, what are you gonna hit first? The Oz Yamin Shalun, whilst on Marav, small Mizrach, the Mizrah. The Oz Yalakasei their Mismol. Zvulin's gonna be on the left, the more east. V'yisachar Liamin, on right? The, L'yisachar, on the right side. And under them, asher small naftali miyamin, naftali, v'yalo ha-shvatim And that's what you have. After you have, first, again, Yehuda, Shimon, Binyamin, and Dan, then we have, skipping Menashe and Ephraim, because they're in the middle, they're in the middle section, then you have Zvulen, Yisachar, Asher, I skipped Asher in reading it, and and Naphtali says, Rabbi Yaakov, you learn psukim and chumish based on the the help of the chalukas haaretz in Sefer Yehoshua. Its exact order. If you look in the footnote in source number five, he says. Uh Rabbi Neustad, or the, his grandson, who put Rabbi Yaakov's, uh, the Sefer, the, the Amosli together, he says, Bar tz'oslofei segal Machanchim, hidgish Rabenu, Rabbi emphasized, dugma laofana nachot this is an example, the way that you learn Tanach, you learn Tanach with the Torah, based on Chazal, with the Psukim, hainu, sh'avana beseder Hanazim, Khan. This order say Raklifi for Yoshua. You can only understand Parsha's Masay if you understand and you've read Say for The Kach mod You have to learn Navi as Rabbi Yaakov did. Where does this connect to in the Torah, this section of Navi? And I think we've quoted this in the past, but I gave it to you again in source number six, from the Hagdama to the Emesli Yaakov. The general introduction, where he discusses there the Chazal and Messaches Brachas, where the Gemara says there, Fourth line, Barchama, Lachish, Mai the Etna Luchas, Evan, describing everything that we got at our Sinai, Malamei, kulam Nitnumi Sinai. One of the things that we were given at our Sinai was Nevi'im. <speaking in Hebrew> Nevi'im? How can we be given Nevi'im and our Sinai? They didn't occur yet. It didn't happen yet. What does it mean that we were given Nevi'im and our Sinai? Nevi'im Exuvim. Biyosir kasha, and also he says, "What about the Gemara in Nedarim and The Gemara there says, "Il Mali Yisrael." If B'nai Yisrael hadn't sinned, Torah All we would have had, we would have gone straight to Geula, Torah and Sefer Yoshua because we had to get into Eretz Yisrael. But one second, the Gemara Brachah says that we got Sefer Neviim and Har Sinai. So, what do you mean? If we wouldn't have needed it, so, what do you mean we, we got it already at our Sinai? Says Rav Yaakov, not literally the Nevi'im, those stories, but the messages and the secrets of the Nevi'im are already embedded in the Torah. It's already there! It's just, it's connected in a deeper way that we would have understood without even having those Svarim. They connected to each other. Then Nira, as he explains, based on Arashi and Tainus Taftes, he quotes the, there's a line, a line that the Rabbi Yochanan is talking to the to the, Yenuka, the child, right, his nephew, uh, the Yosef, he quotes a pasuk, and he and he exclaims, is there any pasik in Navi that's not hinted to in the Torah? And Rashi there says a crucial Rashi, Moshe Baraisa, hu yisod neviyim. Uksuvim, ubekulam limso min all messages of the Nevi'im can be found in the Torah. And he even compares this to Mishnayis and Brysas. We know, one or two places in Shas, Gemara and Ksubis, Ilfa. Ilfa says, he dares people to test him. You give me a Brysa and I'll tell you where the source of the Brysa is in the Mishnah. And if I can't, I'll fall off this boat. Because the roots of all Brysas, Rabbi Yehuda Anasi put into the Mishnayis, the roots of Navi. Are all in the Torah. There's a deep connection. We have to learn Torah, and we have to learn the Suvim. We have to learn it all, as we uh, like to have. Check the archives for the the Navishir here on the on the OU website. But says Biyakov, Yaakov, this posseg now in Maseh is most understandable. Once we have the Psukim in Yeshua. Bottom left now, finishing up. Everything's in it. And that's the Gemar Chulin, Esther Benat Torah Minayin, Hamam There are hints to it uh, throughout uh, the uh, throughout Torah, throughout Navi, and that's why he even notes... To finish up this thought, what's the last Pesach in Navi? The last Pesach in Malachi? Zichru Torah Moshe Avdi Remember Torah Moshe Ki Torah, the whole Torah is Ramuz Right? The Navi is Ramuz in the Torah. Just parenthetically, Hashem calls the Torah Torah Moshe. That's interesting that He calls it, after Moshe the one who gave the Torah. Okay, let's go moving right along after we started off with Rav Saratskin and, and Rav Yaakov. Paraklamet hey pasuk base. Next parak hamishi. By Daber Hashem Moshe Barvos Moav. A Recholimar. Next mitzvah listed here in Mase at the end of Sefer Bamidbar. Shaves b'nei Yisrael. Tell b'nei Yisrael v'nas nulal v'yim minachalas achuzasam arim l'shaves. Tell all of the shvatim to give the levim cities right, 48 are a six of them are Ari Miklat, which by the Shem we'll get back to, but tell, Hashem says to Moshe, tell everybody, tell B'nai Yisrael to give the levium cities, everybody has to give, V'hayu harem Harim, la it'll be, right, it goes through the dimensions of what part of the city will be this, and what part of the city will be that, but that's the mitzvah, Hashem tells Moshe Abenu to give the levium cities. Simple question, why didn't Hashem just give them the cities? Why did we have to... We were going to get on Nachla and then we were going to have to give up our cities to Delivium. Why didn't Hashem just give them cities and we'll take the rest? Why did Hashem... We get them and we have to give them. What's the connection? So, the second and final Rav Saratskin. Sometimes we do things in pairs. So, second Rav Saratskin of the evening. Says Riv Saratskin. So why is this? He gives two answers. Why did we have to have the mitzvah? Why couldn't Hashem just do it? Line 8. Two reasons. Number one. Aleph. So that people who support Torah causes know throughout the generations. The Levim are just going to get Meiser Rishon. You have to realize, you have to take care of them. Take care of them. The people who represent Torah, the Levim or the Rambams, you know, those who who uh, are are sitting and you know, most most the, most of the Jewish people are not supposed to be sitting and learning. They're supposed to be out making a living. But those Yichid Skula that are learning, who are supported by those who are earning, so they have to be given as much as they can, obviously uh, within reason. <speaking in Hebrew> You have to give them a place, to, you have to make sure that they have a place to live. You have to make sure they have all basic necessities. That's the message of our having to give to the Levium. We give them cities. We give them houses. We give them trees. We give them basic necessities. Says of Saratsky, that's number one. And then he says number two. Line 19. Imagine if somebody who kills Beshoge comes into the city, and you walk in, and these people, this is their place, forever. This is their Yerusha, this is their Ahuza. At least a little bit, the Rotech Beshoge walks into the city, and even he knows that the people in this city were given this city. It wasn't theirs to begin with. It was also a present for theirs. Maybe they're also not the natives. Obviously, they've been there for centuries, maybe. They've been there for a while. But there's at least a Shemeth. There's a little bit of, you're like us. So it makes it a little easier for the one who has to be there, away from his home, away from his family. This also is not yours. This is not my city. This is not your city. It was given to you by by the Shvatim, says the... Right, like what Yosef did with the Mitzrayim, so the brothers wouldn't feel strange. Right, they have a choice. No. It's even that maybe the person who killed Bashogeg, it was his Shavet. My Sheva gave this to you. So make sure I feel comfortable. Make sure it is not beyond me. The other answer might be, uh, and this we have mentioned this thought in other, other contexts in the past, Hashem wants to be mezakeh what right? What is the Gemara saying about Basra, the feud so right. The one in the Rasha asked Rabbi Akiva, if Hashem loves the poor people, why doesn't He give them money? Just give them money. What did, what did he, Rabbi Akiva answer? Because He wants us to be the givers. Doesn't want, It's not just about the results. It's about the act. It's about the giving. Maybe that's part of what's behind these answers that we've uh, we've mentioned already. But that's. Oh, I gave it to you. Source number nine. There it is. Says the. Gemara, hi, Rabbi Meir, um, sorry, skip, yeah, it was Rabbi Meir, I'm sorry, not Rabbi Akiva. Tanya, hi, Rabbi Meir, Omer, yesh lo vebaldin la'shivcha, velo malacha, em alokeichem o'evaniyimu, vepnei ma'enu mafarnassan, emar lo, zuhi kadeh shenitzel anu, bididah shogahenim. Oh, it is, I'm sorry, and again, the next line, Vizush she'ev la'shal, turn us from as a rosh, as Rabbi Akiva, Ma alokeichem o'evaniyimu, vepnei ma'enu mafarnassan, emaleh kadeh sh so we are the hechi timsi. We are the tool. We are the conduit for the chesed. It's not just about getting the chesed done, but it's about doing the chesed. It's about becoming givers, and that's what we have to have to have a desire to be. Hashem wants to condition us. So many of the mitzvahs that we have are to make us into givers, not just for the giving to have been done, right? That's what we mentioned, Ramosha says in source number 10, in Parshas Vayera, we had a couple of Ramoshas a couple of weeks ago, Ramoshahs in Vayera, right? Avram Avinu. Avram Avinu, is more in pain, as we know, by the Mila, he's more in pain that guests aren't coming, than he is from the operation that he had. Right, that's what Rashi quotes. Pirish Rashi, That's why Hashem had to bring Malachim. Because he had more pain that there weren't guests. Why was he in pain? What was he upset about? There were no guests? There were no guests. What, when should you be in pain? If you're a guest and you're sick and you can't have them. But if there are no guests, then the situation for the mitzvah is not in front of you. So what are you upset about? Says Rav Moshe, it's like somebody on Tuesday crying that it's not Shabbos. It's Tuesday! It's not Shabbos! It's not that it's Shabbos and you can't keep Shabbos. So what was Avram Avinu so upset about? V'dami, where it's underlined. V'dami la l'echad shi'it star b'mei achol, al she'ena yom Shabbos, shalosh shayach zeklal. Sorry, Lomar says to Drash Moshe, "To You know why Avram was in pain? Because he was a giver. That was his mahus. That's what he did. And if he couldn't give, it hurt him that he couldn't give. And that's why there's a. He says, "What, what is what is the Chavos Chaim sefer called?" Avas Chesed, based on the pasuk in Navi, to love Chesed, not just do Chesed. It has to be part of us. It has to be who we are. The sefer Chinoch on the mitzvah the Mekes of of Talveh. It has nothing to do with getting the loan over. It's about us becoming, our becoming, who the who the uh, the best that we can become. That's who we have to be. That's who we have to try to, to become. And that's where emotion, That's Ramosh's thought of Avram Avinu. That's Rabbi Akiva's message from Babasra. And maybe that is another answer to the question of the La Torah. Hashem wants us to give the Levim the cities. Not just uh, He do it, because He wants us to take part of the process. He wants us to be givers. Okay, next point is just a Ha'ara. Just a Ha'ara, not really a thought, but a Ha'ara that uh, one should be aware of, and then we'll get back to some other uh, messages and Divrei, divrei Hashkafa. There is a Rambam based on a Pasuk in in our Parsha. Rambam says, and if you look a couple of Sukim later, in Pasuk Yudgimel, talking about the Arimiklat, the Torah tells us, The Ha'arim asher titeinu sheish Arimiklat alachem. Six oh. Ari Miklat. Right, there are six Ari Miklat. the La Find the Halacha of Ari Miklat. The Rambam, based on another Pasik, quotes an amazing halacha. The Rambam, in source eleven. Be may HaMashiach. Mosifin Shalosh Acheros Al Elu Hashesh. When Mashiach comes, there will be nine Ari Miklat. right, we're not getting into now are people gonna die then? Are people gonna kill the shogi? What do you need Ari Miklat for? Okay, not our issue now. But the Ramab says that there'll be three more. Shinamar, based on the Pasik. Viyasafaj Od Shalosh arim Al we're going to have them. You already have three in Abraham Yardin, three in Eretz Canaan, where An extra part. And And that's what it says in the Torah itself. Oh, Arim al You'll have an extra. You'll have extra ones. You'll have more. So this is an amazing Rambam because we know the Rambam himself says the Minchas Chinuch discusses this in source number twelve in another context in a similar context that a definition of a mitzvah is that it is eternal. If a mitzvah is not eternal, if a mitzvah changes over time, that it's not a mitzvah. What does the Gemara say? More than once, a navi A navi can't be mechadish a mitzvah. Whenever the Gemara says, "Oh, Yeheskel said something," no, I mean he was, he was, uh, he rev- he renewed it, but it was really from Moshe Rabbeinu, and then Yeheskel said it just to to review it. A Navi can't make a new mitzvah. And if there's a mitzvah that's only temporary, so then it's not a mitzvah either. The Isra of going out of your house on, on Pesach, right, because the Malach HaMavis is going through Mitzrayim, so that, that's not a mitzvah that uh, is counted uh, L'doros, right? Not to, to go out and gather the mon on Shabbos morning, that's not a mitzvah that, that's counted L'doros. A mitzvah has to be eternal and unchanging. Lotetar acheris. So what is the Rambam talking about here? A mitzvah is going to change. The Rambam says that the mitzvah or a mitzvah is going to change. There was six, now; it's going to be nine. So what's the answer? The answer is this is an exception to the rule because the Torah itself says it. You're right. A mitzvah can never change. A mitzvah by definition is eternal just like the mitzvah is eternal. The mitzvah and the mitzvah, Hashem and the mitzvah are both eternal. But if the mitzvah himself says in the Torah that there's going to be an exception to the rule, so he's allowed to do that. So this could be the only time when the, the Torah itself and the Ramam codifies it in Hilchus Roseach that there will be exceptions to the rule. The Menachas Chenech in another context based on a Gemara of uh, discusses La syllaba, will the Levim get an Achelik Baaretz so there's a Gemara that seems to say yes the Menachas was wonders but the, the Torah says not. Okay, similar idea but that is one Ha'ar. Okay, let's get back to another mitzvah that occurs in this week's parasha, also related to uh, Goel Hadam and Ari Miklat, in the context. Says the Torah, here in Perak Lamed Hey, Pasuk Tes, Hashem says to Moshe, Ki atem ovim hazeyad in veikrisem lachem arim, Ari miklod, tiena lachem, v'nosham urotzeh hamakanefesh Bishgaga Miklat as we know, mentioned more than once in the Torah, the topic of the second Perak of Masechah's Makos. Whoever kills Bishogig runs there. V'hayu lachem haarim la mi goel and they will be a refuge from the Goel Hadam. And the Roteach will not die until he stands up. What is this Pasuk adding? The Pasuk says, the Ari Miklil are going to be protection and the Roteach won't die. What is that adding? Says the Sefer HaChinuch. Source number 13. This is one of the Mitzvahs Lo Losa Dar Isis. This phrase teaches us a halacha. What halacha does it teach us? As follows. She nimna'u, nimna'nu, shelo laharog hachotei, kishenerehu osemaysa hacheit, she yitzchayel alav misa, kodem she nevi'el You know what this mitzvah is? Don't jump the gun. You see somebody, bestin' see somebody, kill somebody else. Bring him to court. Go through the process. Due process. Do process. Witnesses and cross examination, Drisha uh, Vechakira, Iom, Ayom, warning them, scaring them, whatever it is, go through the process. That's the Isser. This is an Isser to arise upon Bezdin, not to skip the process. Of a din Torah, Avon ischayav nulahavi olafnei bezdin ve'navi arlav ha'edim lefneihem. Bring the witnesses. Ve'hem yadi nuhu b'mashu u'chayev, and they will judge him what he's chayev. Shnei emar velo yamos haratzeh. He shall not die adch amdo lefnei ha'eda lamishpat until he comes in front of the bezdin. V'lashem echilta. The Medrash says Yochoshiyargu oso misha haragoshenaf tamalama. You might think to kill him right after he kills, or he's Mizana. No, dafka bring him to court. Even if the whole bezin HaGadol sees it. No. The whole bezin sees it, their witnesses, they should go in front of another court. That is the mitzvah. What's the message? So the Chinuch says, well, this is an extreme case. An extreme case of dina Nefashis. We take all the patience in the world when it comes to capital crimes. Says the Sefer HaChinuch, Mitzvah. Capital crimes are very serious. As we know, we try to do everything we can to save a person. Not, not to, to uh, pervert justice. If the guy's guilty, he's guilty. But to look for Zechuyos. And the can't be dayanim. This is the mitzvah not to jump the gun. But if you think about it, taking a step back, these people, these dayanim, think they see the murder. They think, let's get him quickly. They think they'd be they would be doing a mitzvah here, but what does the Torah tell us? No, it could just as well be an Aveira. If we don't act with patience, if we don't follow the first message of Pirkei Avos, having mitunim badin, it's pretty amazing that that makes it into the first message of Pirkei Avos. Okay, have a lot of students, right? Asus Yagla Torah, but having mitunim badin, right? That's that's this mitzvah to be patient, not to jump to conclusions, but we could, we could relate this to our lives. Not just about a Din Torah, about Din and But so often we're doing things that we think we're doing an amazing thing. But if we don't analyze it closely and think about it and are patient with it, so then it could be just the opposite. Chavez Chaim discusses this. We mentioned this in Peshiurim on the Haftorah of Baloscha, which is also the Haftorah of Shabbos Khanaka, where the Pasic says in Zechariah that Vayaranias yes Yeshua Hashem. Zachariah has the Navua, and he sees Vahasatan al yemino l'sitno. The Satan is on his right side to bring to make him stray. And he has Chavetz Chaim. usually the right side is like the good side, the Malach Tov. And the Malachah is on the left side. Here it says the Satan's on the right side. Who omit al-Yamino, the says the Chafetz Chaim in the classic style. You know, sometimes the Eitzahara, we're too strong for the Sahara. The Sahara knows that he's not going to get us to do Mamish Haveris. Mamish, this is going strong, we feel good. You know what he does? He'll dress up like a mitzvah. He'll switch sides. They'll put on a costume. They'll put on a costume. Yeah, stay learning till 2 o'clock in the morning. Let's see what your chakras looks like. Right? I think I'm doing a mitzvah, but I'm really stepping on somebody's toes because they feel bad when I do this. Or whatever it is, I think I'm doing something right, but it could be just the opposite, says the Chavetz Chaim. Right, and that's what he says. Yesha Yitzhahar meyeres ha'adam baboker Mishenaso. Mitzavei ala lechazal beizah Some of the Yitzhahar will say, "Yeah, get up, go to shul, go to shul. Ve'kavanoso. Lo'ot filo betzibor. He's not making you go to shul, because he wants you to daven. Ela l'saper ben yishtabach liyotzer. Lo dabar Bishas kriyes ha'torah. L'shan Where do you get the best gossip? Between Shishi and Shvi. Right? So the Chavetz Chaim, the Chavetz Chaim said, that's what Yitzhak knows." It's our nose. You got you to go to, you got to get the hawk in shul. Yeah, you talk. Somebody asks you something. You're not, you're at a place where you're not really supposed to talk. You're in the middle of zimrah. Oh, you think, I think, I'll cover brio's. I start talking to them. All the excuses in the book. But that's who Omad Maybe that's another message of this mitzvah. Bastin thinks they're doing a mitzvah. Do it quickly. No, no, no. Do it slowly. And note what the Pasuk says. velo yamuz harotseach ad amdo Right, we also mentioned in the past the Masul Sisharim in Parachaf, where he discusses Mishkalachasidus, Gedalia ben Achikam, also thought he was doing something great, right, he was Danlokav and it ended up, Yishmal came to kill him, right, he was, he was Danlokav you have to be Danlokav but you also have to take precautions, among other examples that he, that he gives. Okay, moving right along. One other thought related to the Parsha, and then maybe we'll, uh, we'll end with something from the, uh, related to Inyan Dioma. There is a couple, a couple of Gemaras in the Second American Makkahs that, uh, require much elaboration. This is one of them. Gemar tells us, if you look on the Pasikvit, Silo Eidav Yashaba, Admosa Kohen Gadol, famous halacha, that the one who kills Bishogeg stays in the year Miklat until the Kohen Gadol dies. Until the Kohen Gadol dies. What does the Kohen Gadol have to do with this person who killed Bishogeg? Which Kohen Gadol the details? Fascinating, not for now. But, one of the pshatim is Rashi quotes, Rashi quotes here, on our pasik, and parak lamet hai, hey, pasik chaf hai, what does this have to do with the kohen gadol? Shehu bala hashro shchina bi yisrael ula The kohen gadol is meant to be mashros shchina bi yisrael. To bring the shchina and to cause arikhas yamim, vaharod seach bala salekas as shchina mi yisrael, and the murderer pre- removes the shchino, makatirs yemeyach haiim, and shortens lives. Ain o kadaish kohen gadol. Okay, one shot. Davar Acher says Rashi again. Lamet hechafhei lefisha hayelol haKohen Gadol shlo Shlotara, takalazuli Yisrael b'chayav. Right, the Kohen Gadol should have davened that this takala shouldn't have happened in his in his time. But there's another unusual line that I like similar, but we'd like to focus on that if you look in the Beri Yosef, in Source 14, he quotes the Gemara in Makos. And if you look at the last line, the Gemara has, after a couple of lines of a Eshak Levitaria, He should have davened that the Rotseach Beshogeg would have been acquitted. He should have davened that he should have been acquitted and because he, he, was, he was found guilty, oh, so it's the Kohen Gadol's fault kind of chazal is that? Asks the velt. Asks everyone. He should have davened that Bezdin would mess up. He should davened that Bezdin would make a mistake in their judgment. Right? What does it say? He should have davened that But he wasn't. Bezdin judged. So this is a very difficult, very strong question. If you look in the Bar Yosef, the first quotes from uh, the Shuva um, Me'avah, Fleckles, he quotes from uh, on, the, on the right side, he says maybe this is a Chiddush again, not based on the Gemara, we know the Halacha is that if in a regular Chiyav Misa case, if everybody says Chayiv, all 23 judges say Chayiv he goes free, Potron Oso Suggest suggested shuva Me'ava it's the same thing by gullus. if all of them say it's Chayiv gullus, then he goes free, so he should have davened, so therefore what? Vimk line fifteen. lo rakish He's only chayvigalus if some of the dayanim thought that he was not in chayvigalus, right? If it was a majority. He should have davened then everybody should have thought he should have gone to galus. Okay, says the Ber Yosef. That's still difficult though. You're still davening about about Bezdin's decision? What does this mean? That you daven, that Bezdin's going to, you're going to affect the decision. He says, no, no, no. There's, there's a different shot here. A different shot here, says the Ber Yosef, Rabbi Misalan, turning over the page, based on a Gemara in Zvachim. Based on a Gemara in Zvachim. Number one, says the Ber Yosef, the Gemara da Zvachim, that right before uh, the, um, Towards the end of the parak, there that peches base. Amar vanani Bar Sason, lo ma parshas Karbanos, the parshas Bigdei kahuna. Why is it that parshas Tetzave is right next to the parsha of Karbanos? Bigdei Kuhuna, Karbanos are linked. Lo marlacha, ma Karbanos mechaprim, av Bigdei Kuhuna mechaprim. Just like Karbanos bring kapara, Bigdei Kuhuna bring kapara. What does that mean? The Kohen Godal wearing the begadim brings kapara. As we know, there are eight special begadim. Each one is mechaper for a different aveira. Very fa- uh, one of the famous gemaras that we've discussed. Ksones mechaper al domim. The ktones is is for murder because Yosef's ksones. They dipped. That was the murder. Mechnasayim is giliah Me'il is mechaper al washinhara because of the bells. And it's always right. It goes through each of the each of the begadim uh, is mechaper for another avera. So it says about Yosef. Let's think about this. Is it automatic? The Kohen Gadol wears these begadim and boom! Kapara? No. It's obviously not just wearing the begadim, it's wearing the begadim with a sense that the Kohen Gadol has that he wants to bring Kapara for Kla Yisrael. He wears the sits, thinks about the sin of Azus that Kla Yisrael have, please help them get Kapara for their sin. That's what it means. Bring, it's, it's the, it's not an automatic wearing, but it's with the kavanas of the Kohen Gadol. In other words, if the Kohen Gadol's kavanas are perfect and ultimately effective, then the kapara of the begadim would be enough to cover for all those khatam involved. And no other kapara would be required for all of those other people that violated the Averis. You're not talking about Bezdin, changing Bezdin's sock. But, says the Ber Yosef, the fact that Bezdin had to paskin, that this guy has to go to Golis, means that the Kohen Godos tefilas weren't as effective and strong, because if his tefilas were effective, on, and the Ksonus would have been Machapra and Shvichazdamim, then Hashem would have worked it out that this guy wouldn't have to sit in Ari Miklat for, for years or decades on the left side, if he would have fulfilled his tafkid properly, and if he would have focused when he put on his Tones to Davin, so then he wouldn't have ended up going to Golis. Not that he's worried about changing bezim Sak. Hashem would have worked it out that the Kapara of this guy would have come differently. Because it would have been through the, through the ketones, And you wouldn't have had to have the guy, or have the Rotsef Mashogay go. On the right side, now on the bottom. So, according to this pshat, he's not asking, he's not davening that besan should mess up, that Besant should change their psach. He's davening that his begadim, his own begadim, right, should, should, uh, that's what he should have had. His own B'godim should have the power to bring kapara, and in that way, prevent the other person from having to go to, to Gauss. Okay. One final thought related in Yon Dioma, as we find ourselves again in the uh, time of year, Tamuz Av, difficult time of year, we know, one of the questions that are going to be asked to us after 120, Shabbos, Laman Aleph, Yeshua. Yeshua. Did you hope for the salvation? Did you hope for Mashiach? The Chavetz Chaim writes in a few places, you have it here in 16, from the Lekach Tov, at the end of the Midbar, collects a couple of svarim relating to this time of years, he quotes from Machne Yisrael, which is a separate sefer, the Chavetz wrote on interesting soldiers that were going into the Russian army. He wanted to be mechazig them, so he wrote a whole separate sefer, uh, Machne Yisrael, to go through many of the Halachas and lashkafis. and in the hakdama to that sefer, his son-in-law writes that this is a good sefer also for those Jews who are going into the American army. See, because a couple of decades later, when he published it, so this is the safer. So in Machane Yisrael, he talks about there. Shitzarecha Adam Sapos Yeshua, and we talk We have to always hope for Mashiach. The problem is, it seems so distant. It's so dark. It's so, it's been so many centuries. It seems so improbable. There's been more darkness in the past hundred years, in the past 75 years, than there's been in the history of the world. So how are we supposed to take chizuk from that? Says the Chafetz Chaim, two points. Number one, guula is compared to a birth, compared to a Leda. The greatest pain is right before the baby comes out. It gets worse and worse and worse. There's nothing that's been as bad, Rahman islan as the past hundred years. And we hope, we daven, that that is the ultimate worst. That's the highest labor pain. That is the largest contraction. The closer she gets to the birth, we're getting to the birth of Geula. But it's so painful, but that's the point. If you look throughout history, says the Chavitz Chaim, Geula is always preceded by darkness. There's always darkness first. I see, I wrote the numbers. Yitzchak was born only when? When Avram Avinu was 100 years old and all hope has been given up for a child. Be'ezem atzav natun Yosef. When Yosef became the, the, the Mishnah Lamelech, when he was sitting in jail for 12 years. Yaakov had yud be'i shvatim, osher nitzachon. After he gave Eliphaz, everything, and he was left broken, penniless, nothing. Bedom alakach, Moshe Rabbeinu. Only after he was put into a little raft in the Nile River, left alone as a baby, nothing Helpless only then started the Yeshua as he went into Paro's house. And it continues over and over again. Whenever there's Geula, it is preceded by darkness. And that's what we have to believe. And we can't also, number one, it's a birth. Number two, it's always preceded by darkness. Number three says the Chaim, And we can't tell ourselves, well, if the Rambam was in Zoche, and Rabbi Akiva Eger was in zoche what about us as many? The Rishonim already used the Mashal. We are standing on giant shoulders. It's cumulative. It's all the zechuyos put together. We just have to knock in a couple of more into the barrel. Al Yomar Adam. The answer is it's all put together. All of the Doros are with us. So there was there's been darkness. It's the birth. The baby's about to come out. Right? It's it's the mashiach. We have to just want it so badly that a Kodesh Baruch won't have a choice. And I'll have to say, okay, I have to give it. And just to end with the words of the Ramban, how the Ramban himself ends off Sefer Bamidbar with a poem, with a haruz. If you look, it's a little uh, diagonal here. He says, Nishlam Sefer Right, the Sefer Ba Bamidbar it's finished. I praise Hashem. Skip a line. Hashem says, "Speedily bring in our days, the end of everything." Hashem should build the base of and the offices and everything. The the thrones of David and rose. Our eyes should see. V'uprachemav y'enakenu and he, when his rachamim, should prevent us from making any mistakes. V'yerenu niflos, we should see niflos in his Torah. Amen. Ken so it should be speedily in our day. We should be zochet to everything that the Raban alludes to here in the end of Sefer by Midbar. Hazak, chazak,